Every so often, we will hit you with a term that makes you just shake your head and wonder, what the does that mean? Hi, I'm Chris May, host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast from the Weather Network in Canada. It sounds like the name of a famous Spanish matador, but the derecho is one of those weather events that is actually a lot worse than it sounds. I'll explain right now what it is and what it did this day in weather history. The derecho. Sounds cool, right? It is essentially just a widespread, long-lived windstorm. That's it. Big, powerful windstorm. There's more, of course, and I'm going to get into it. Derechos are associated with another confusing term that commonly gets overused and underexplained by most weather hosts, and that is the bow echo. So I'm going to try and break this down. Derechos come from bands of rapidly moving showers or thunderstorms that have a shape that take on, when you're looking at radar, this looks like a fully flexed bow ready to fire an arrow. The echo is simply that. Radar uses soundings that reflect off the atmosphere and send an echo back that gets registered by radar and analyzed from there. So there we have the bow shape and the echo response from the radar, hence bow echo. The derecho is the term used for the wicked powerful winds associated with that gust front that I just described that drives out ahead of the line of storms and comes with the occurrence of squall lines or quasi-linear convective systems. Those are the ones that would bring the powerful thunderstorms. They can confuse many into thinking a tornado ripped through, but when the follow-up survey is done, the damage is observed and there are true tells that will differentiate what was caused by rotation versus a straight line of destructive wind gusts. This also sparks the use of the terms straight line winds and gust fronts, but I think I more than covered that already. See, all we need is a bit of explanation. Is that so hard? Now I tell you that to tell you this. May 8th of 2009 was one of the most intense and unusual derechos ever to be observed. They called it a super derecho because why not? If it gets clicks, this system caused multiple wind gusts. It averaged around 70 miles per hour. That's about 110 kilometers per hour. With other incidents reported of isolated gusts clocking over 90 miles per hour. Now we're talking 145 kilometers per hour along its destructive path. On radar, remember the explainer now off the top, there were several small-scale bow echoes recognized with a much larger, more well-defined, larger scale bow. That in itself spelled big trouble for anyone and anything that was on the ground in that vicinity. Things were going to blow over or get blown away for sure. But to make matters worse, observers also spotted numerous small-scale vortices showing up and they had tornadoes written all over it. On the ground, the windstorm produced significant and often ferociously continuous pounding wind that spread damage over a far-reaching stretch that spanned, picture this, the high plains of western Kansas through the foothills of the Appalachians in eastern Kentucky. That was massive and it was a monster storm. Remember that this day in weather history can be enjoyed a number of ways. 
Right now, you are listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider, but there is also the daily podcast video short. They are shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective, and oftentimes they will include visuals from that day's event, from when it happened, in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. So the wind was fierce, but in addition to this, there was also flash flooding equally as widespread that was soaking and submerging everything on the northern fringe of this system. Hit particularly hard by this was the gateway to the west. It's the show me state of Missouri. But what made the event most unique was the appearance of an unusually strong, long-lived, larger-scale circulation known as a mesoscale convective vortex, or an MCV. Oh, no, here we go again. You know what? I've already gone all meteorology on you pretty hard today, so I'm going to let you do this one. Look up MCV on your own if you want, but what I will do is close with saying this. This feature was just more pain on top of pain. It was on top of and at the same time as a band of intense winds that whipped along the land with tornadoes that were acting independent of the severe weather that was already directly associated with the large-scale bow and the events along it that happened on this day in weather history. Tomorrow is May the 9th and we are graduating. That's right, it was graduation commencement day in Boulder, Colorado for the Buffaloes. And in true Colorado fashion, it snowed. Like, a lot. Did the event get cancelled? Did it get pushed? Oh, you are not going to believe what they did and how they reacted during what came to be known as snowmencement. That's tomorrow on this day in weather history with me, your host, Chris Mang.